Ladies, gentlemen, this is the Masters of Nonsense. I'm Rob. I'm Matt. And I'm Mike. So this is our WrestleMania recap of what happened last night. Um, I'm going to go ahead and throw this right to Matt because I get the feeling that he has no idea what happened. I did. I watched it with you guys. I know. So what what matches happened last night? He had a seven-man ladder match, okay, okay, for the Intercontinental title. Okay. He had a crappy Sting versus Triple H, even though the crappy. entrances were... Yeah. Listen, the entrances were amazing, okay? So you but say the if, entrances were amazing and the match was crappy. Well, it was all right, but I mean, look, it, dude, it was like a geriatric fest. Come on. I mean, it was the DX... And NWO came yeah, from out from a historical perspective. Oh, that oh really my again. god! With the historical perspective, <laughs> all right, wrestling encyclopedia. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, all right, just continue running down the card because I want to know how much you remember. Okay, Randy Orton fought Seth Rollins. Okay, beat Seth Rollins. Okay, okay. What else? Um, the Divas match was a tag team between AJ Lee and Page versus the Bella Twins. Okay, AJ Lee and Page won. Okay, um, who else was there? Oh god damn it! Come on, I I know this. Oh, Undertaker for uh, wait, uh, yeah, wait, not what, Barrett. I forget. <laughs> no, Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. Ron that's Wyatt. it. You know? And he, hey, he brought back you know his winning streak. So now he's what twenty two and one. That is true. Well, yeah. now he's actually just one and zero. If you're talking about <laughs> bringing back his streak. Oh yeah, yeah. Now the streak. Is, then of course we got the epic. Brock versus, you know, Brock the Conqueror versus uh, the Roman Empire, <laughs> even though Seth Rollins came out with the belt. <laughs> did he get them all? I think he did, right? Ladder match? There was seven matches, right? There were seven matches. Yeah. There was a ladder match, um, the main card. The... What is the main card? <laughs> oh, I think he John got Cena and Rusev. That's and right. And John yeah, Cena yeah. won the U.S. champion, right? Yeah, he won the U.S. championship. Yeah. yeah. And that, that was it. So I'll see. All right. So what do you guys think? I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. <laughs> well, I particularly liked it because I felt like it was a, a changing of the guard type show. Yeah. Because you had every single match other than Triple H and Sting had yeah, an established guy and <laughs> even someone though, who came through NXT. Even though, as I said many times last night, all the guys that I really like were in the seven-man tag <laughs> match. and or not the seven-man tag, the seven-man uh, ladder match, which, uh, you know, Ambrose... Daniel Bryan and Wade Batter are my new favorites. What about I love Ziegler, though. Ziegler's awesome. Ziegler. <laughs> Ziegler. So, what were your views on the show? No, I was going to just go ahead and go right to the uh, the important thing that we should be talking about, and that's Triple H's entrance. Oh, my <laughs> God. That freaking entrance, man. I never thought in my life that they would combine Terminator and wrestling. Yeah, and they did. And they even got Arnold in on it, too. And I think the more, more important thing is that they've definitely buried the hatchet from the uh, 1999 backslap from hell that Arnie gave to Triple H and SmackDown. Yeah, I know, that, that <laughs> crappy backslap he did for, what was it, End of Days? When he just came out, he's like, these are the End of Days. And then he smacked the shit out of him. Dude, that was, you even saw the space in between his hands from Triple H's <laughs> face. Come on. Because if you hit him, you would have killed him. No, no, he wouldn't. 
<laughs> this is 99 Arnie, okay? 99 Arnie was starting to go downhill. Let's be honest. <laughs> this is when he decided that, you know what? I'm done with movies. I'm going to go and run for uh, governor right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't run for president, that's for sure. No, not yet. Yeah, not soon, yet. No. Yeah, when they changed the laws. You that's think? what he's waiting for. Yeah. They're not going to change it. He's never going to be president. Well, he did give like a, a whole speech about how he's so happy to be American uh, during the Hall of Fame. No, that's cool. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, the he, rules he thinks the rules. Yeah, I know, but he thinks it's the greatest country in the world, so I think that in some way he will end up being president of the United States before he dies. I know, and the other millions of people think it's the greatest country in the world that were born here can't be president. Actually, you know who should run for president before I go back into the entrances for uh, Triple H and who? John Cena? Oh, oh come on. Right. Enough Why? Of, no, no, no John Cena talk. No, because you're obsessed. Because he fucking, you know, won for America last night. He did win for America. He won the United States Championship, which is like running for president for, or oh. this is like being president of uh, WWE. And I forgot, the, I forgot the Berlin Wall went up again because it was like this bad storyline of Russia versus America last night. Hey, listen, he had a pretty badass tank, though. That was ridiculous, Rusev man. Did, yeah. yeah, Rusev, Rusev had, had, the, had the tank come out. That was nuts. And John Cena came out with the American propaganda. So. <laughs> yeah, it was like, I don't know why. I was like, kind of like, dude, you shouldn't be using that just to, for your match, you know? Which Rob realized was decidedly Republican, Republican other than the quick uh, Barack Obama show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but so anyway, the entrances... But- Oh, okay. Well, let me go back to John Cena being oh, president. Oh, come on. Dude, are you done yet? Like, no, I'm not. Well, first of all, he doesn't age. So, like, we watch Barack Obama age as being president, <laughs> what right? What the hell does John Cena has been traveling the world for the past 13 years, and not, like, not one gray hair on the guy. He still has the same exact builder. He gets builder, uh, bigger every year. So do you think he should have been, you know, the one coming out with the Terminators? <laughs> Yes, I think he is a Terminator. No, I, I think, think he the came right from theory, the future. I, th- I think the right theory is the one Tiffany came up with that he's actually a Cylon from Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> no, I could see that. And there's like all these John scenes. They're like number, you know, twelve or whatever. <laughs> so which one? Which number are we up to now? What? Oh, we have Cena? to be. Well, think about it. He changes his color every year, right? So oh, it's so a different think, model. So you think I the think new the model, new T-shirt yeah. equals new model? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, probably. Well, that new I, didn't we say it before that the new T-shirt with all the scenes on it is like an indication. It's like him saying, "Hey, look, it, there's different oh, scenes." Wait, so do you think this scene are really, like remembers the old scenes and this Maybe. is his way of remembering them? Now, like, do you think that there's like a Cena that's guarding all these other scenes? Like, there's one central Cena. No, it's Vince that's like McMahon. the ultimate Cena. What? No, it's Vince McMahon. No, it's not. No, no, no. But no. I see what he's saying. It's no, like, like there's an he's... ultimate scene. It's like a model one Cena. Yeah, yeah. Like he's sitting in like a bat cave and he's just watching what the other like... Cenas. <laughs> but he, no, no, no. It's like one of those things where it's like the giants. Remember, uh, what was it Master Mold or whatever from uh, X Men? Remember he made the Sentinels, mm-hmm. but he was like the big, big Sentinel. So, so what, that's, there's a, that's Cena a Cena that's like hooked up to two. There's a giant like... Cena just sitting there in a, in a thing, and it's like out of his stomach comes little Cenas. You know. Okay, now going back to entrances, because we are talking about WrestleMania here. So Triple H came out as Conan the Barbarian last year, correct? Uh, well, no, last year was more of a Game of Thrones thing. Yeah, because oh, he did Conan Game the Barbarian stuff like a couple years that ago. That was in 2000. Oh, that was WrestleMania like 22, I think. That Jesus, Conan sorry. The Barbarian. <laughs> they all look the same to me yeah. when they do that shit. Because so, <laughs> my thing is that he came out as Conan, he came out as Terminator. 
Okay. So now the ne- next oh, next thing is going to have to be Junior, right? <laughs> junior? Oh, come on with Paul Heyman. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> or maybe he could do True Lies and come out with Tom Arnold. Wait, wh- which movie? Was it The Running Man that he had the slick hair? Yeah, I think that was the one. That he's like, you know, he'll ram his fist down your stomach and break your goddamn spine. <laughs> <laughs> and that was a very deep and uh, deep threat there. Also, do you think we might get Commando Triple H? We can get Commando. We can get Predator Triple H, where he comes oh. in the mud and he has like the, oh, with the, the fucking fire, fire and, with and he torch. screams. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Who else we got? We could get Red Heat. <laughs> um, true Lies. True Lies. Yeah. Um, what else? Who else Last can we Action get? Hero. Last Action Hero. Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> What was some other like you know oh, well, Arnold? What was the, the movie that we saw? Collateral Damage. Collateral Arnold. Damage. When he gets older, <laughs> End of Days. He could finally do that one. Like it'd be fire, and there'll be like a giant cross, and he has like a spear. Well, if he is the King of Kings, you know. Oh, all right. That's he may save the world. Yeah, that's where we got shit on this thing. <laughs> but then what was with Sting's entrance? Then why was there like Japanese drummers coming out? Did he ever do anything? No. Like, you know, like did Eastern he ever train in a dojo or anything <laughs> He wrestled like that. in Japan once or twice. Yeah, but I just felt like that should have been more his, I don't know, something with... He like has a Ribera jacket. <laughs> no, because, you know, he has a crow and a scorpion, so he should have did something more. And he was trying to be like, you know, he's like trying to be the crow. So why have Japanese drummers at our, come at out? Our, and... At a WrestleMania party yesterday, a good point was made since he's like a sting with the scorpion. Then he looks like a, you know, he does the crow thing. But, like, his call should be a caw-caw instead of the woo. <laughs> yeah, that's because, I mean, that's Ric Flair's thing. I mean, well. Now, where did the woo, like, originate? Is that, like, a Ric Flair thing or just no. people I think it was somebody that? getting punched in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, woo, woo. <laughs> I think it was actually a Nature Boy Buddy Rogers thing. Who the fuck knows or cares at this yeah. point? You know, and that's the sad thing. Know. See, you're trying to play it off that your wrestling knowledge isn't that extensive. No, but what the hell do I care who wooed for the first time? Oh my god, you care. Alright, alright. Enough, anyway. enough wooing. So let's just go through the card then. So, ladder match, I thought it was really good. Yeah, it I was think a good start to the it show. It was really good. I thought it was disgraceful that these guys didn't have their own singles matches, but that's just my opinion. I mean, at least Daniel Bryan does have a belt now. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was interesting, I guess, to jump ahead a little bit, how you have the t- like two of the more important guys now have mid-card titles, so it really reshuffles the deck Yeah, that's true. quite a bit yeah. where you change up the stories. Like, now you have... Since you don't have Cena and Daniel Bryan fighting for the main title, they could be fighting with lesser guys, and it makes it more important. So, like, someone like a Heath Slater could be fighting John Cena, and now all of a sudden, like, Slater gets a rub because, you know, he's fighting Cena for or the Or can US backfire fight. and lessen Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> or that, yeah. Well, I, I think what's going to happen with him is that now he'll be, like, the, the face of SmackDown. Like, he'll defend the title on SmackDown. He'll be main eventing there. And it's cool because cool. that yeah. title used to represent kind of like the workhorse so yeah. it would be like the people who had the best matches would fight for the Intercontinental title. Well, I'd say that I'd like to see him fight against Dean Ambrose, but he's dead after you know falling <laughs> on the ladder there. Yeah, yeah, he got the, powerbombed through a ladder like directly on his neck. Yeah, yeah he's done. Wait, he's like honestly saying to the refs, like, I'm hurt. I'm yeah. hurt. <laughs> he's like, I think everything's broken. <laughs> My brain hurts. <laughs> okay. So yeah, ladder match started everything off. Pretty well, I thought. Yeah, fairly thought, safe ladder match too, which was kind of nice to see. And it was good to see that they got a, a decent amount of time, considering that there's seven people in the match. I mean, yeah, everybody got got nice spots. So. Yeah, it was only thing, having seven 
matches for the night actually help because everything had enough time, especially, you know, The Rock going 20 minutes. Dude, yeah. The Rock's thing. That's another thing we got to talk about. That 25-minute <laughs> Rock, like, just Rock and Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, and Ronda Rousey staring at each other, talking, and that was it. Well, you know, okay, you know what, I, what I will say is because we all watched this last night. We watched it together. So if we were talking the whole time, so this morning I just put it on and happened mm-hmm. to be where where I ended up uh, during the rock segment, mm-hmm. and the crowd was so into it that like it made sense that it went for so long. But for us sitting at home, we're like, "What the fuck is this? Why is this going for so long? And why do I care?" But do you think it's one of those things? Like, remember you said that they're like muting out the booze or whatever. Yeah. Do you think they just put in cheers? <laughs> no, no, I think that because it was a good segment Dude. when you watch it back. But, like, in that moment, especially when nobody's, like, we weren't really listening to what was going on, it made it a little bit more uh, unbearable for us. Well, I also read somewhere that they might have done that to kill some time to try to, like, kill some of the daylight. Yeah. Oh, okay. To make it more, you know, for the last match, it's, like, all Well, I think it was mostly for Bray Wyatt and Undertaker's entrances because... They were kind of lame. I mean, they were cool, but they would have been a lot cooler with the right audience. it was kind of cool. It was, you know... But it wasn't bad. No, well, I mean, it was cool, but the thing is that it's usually based on, like, the fact that everyone uses their cell phone lights and things like that. So it it sort of killed his whole character by having it being, you know, direct sunlight while he's walking out. That's true. So I guess the real question is, why is it that I said that same exact thing that Rob said? I said it last night, and you gave me shit, but now he says, like, oh, yeah, that's cool. Because it makes more sense when Rob says things. Why? Because he, like, mumbles at a frequency that you can understand? No, because you do it with that, you know, that smirk on your face, that's why. <laughs> oh, so you just shut down? Yeah, it's like when you said the thing about Seth Rollins, and he said the thing about Seth Rollins. Well, I think, actually, the more interesting thing to note about WrestleMania and all these shows is how little Mountain Dew they drink. <laughs> <laughs> Or oh, do yeah. they drink so much that they have to replenish every time they no, go back to the see, table? No, see, what I feel like is it's always that in front of the commentators is three bottles of Mountain Dew, right? And there's always one of them that you can tell they, like, took a sip. They're like, you know what? Let me give this a shot. And it tastes like shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah they gave up. Or maybe then, um, then thinking about it, it's Mountain Dew that's sitting there with for, direct sunlight on it hours. for four hours <laughs> or five hours. You definitely know they got a water bottle underneath there. And also JBL, man. What's with the dentures that he was wearing <laughs> yeah. last night? Maybe it's because he drank so much Mountain Dew His that he rotted. Yeah, they rotted out. He looked a little drunk, too, I got to admit. Well, a lot of these guys looked like shit last night. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it was just the sunlight, or you just think the... I don't know, but they had a bad barber between JBL's fucking wig and the Sting's wig. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you who didn't need a barber, The Rock, since he's completely, like, (laughs) shaved every... Even his eyebrows are gone, you know? He's more aerodynamic without the hair. But that was one awesome Under Armour shirt, though. I think I need to get that. Would you you get over the Under Armour shirt? I was even telling um, Shade last night that uh, the Ronda Rousey shirt was cool, because she was wearing, like, the little Dragon Ball Z over 9,000, and only me and her got it and got excited. I think that's also because she was drinking a lot of, you know, soda. But <laughs> yeah. She was sugared up. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think one of the big highlights of the night was the fucking leaping, I don't even know how to describe it, RKO. That, well, that was <laughs> awesome. That was awesome. And when, I, when Seth Rollins proved that he can actually double jump in real life. <laughs> yeah, and let, let's be honest, that was a lot more Seth Rollins than Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. Even though it was cool that Randy Orton did that, and that's like the only thing I ever liked Randy Orton yeah, doing. Dude, why are you so adamant against Randy Orton? I don't know, it's everything about him is boring. <laughs> just, like, it okay, just wait, wait, like wait. Everybody... Here's the real question to ask you. What's more boring to you? Okay. Randy Orton wrestling or Kurt Angle's Salt. I don't know. That's a tough one because I fall asleep <laughs> real fast on during both of them. 
No, but it's just – think about it. It's like Randy Orton – I'm look, I don't know the guy. You know, He's probably a great guy in real life. Like I said, this is this is us not dissing on him, but I'm Are talking about from a wrestling like, standpoint. you really think this guy's going to listen to this? No, but the thing is that he when he does the Viper shit, right, like I'm a snake and all this other shit, it's like they, I feel like they told him back, okay, this is what you're going to do. He's like, oh, okay. And then when he wrestles, it just – everything seems like in slow-mo. But like you see, Seth Rollins last night was awesome. He was flipping around. He was doing little jumping jacks and shit. You know, he was going nuts. He double jumped. <laughs> yeah, he double jumped. You know? He's back flipping, corkscrewing, doing all this crazy shit. And like Randy Orton's like, oh no, I have to do this. And that's how I felt with the Angle's moonsault. Because it was just like, it honestly took like 10 seconds for it to moonsault. Isn't that more impressive though? No, because it's weird. Like it should be fast. Like, you know, when guys, like, corkscrewed and shit or did the shooting star press, it was like, and that was it. And they hit. This was like, mm, he's, like, backflipping, and then it's like, it's great sip. And then all of a sudden, like, his feet are, like, upside down and everything, and I'm still, like, sitting there twiddling my thumbs, and I write a book. You act like you, by the time time it takes him to do a moonsault, you can file your taxes. I was going to say, like, basically, the way I do taxes, yeah. Wait, how do you do your taxes? Wait, I didn't do my taxes this year, actually. Oh, shit. I need to do my taxes. <laughs> and you need to get your second half A shot, and you need to file your taxes. Before Kurt Angle hits that ground. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, I got nothing against the guy. Just I don't know. There's just something about Randy Orton yeah, no, that's just He's a piece weird. of garbage. Yeah, well, I, 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 listen, Matt from the Master Nonsense did not promote that. That's my... <laughs> I think the real qu- well, actually, it was boring enough in parts of it that we were wondering uh, when Triple H attacked Randy Orton in his home. If we wondered if Orton ever got his window fixed, that was great. That shit, man. <laughs> when he attacked and then like he kicked a, like one of the I don't know the doors down. The girl just screamed by him like, "Who is that?" And you're like, "Oh, that's just someone that they work with. It's not his real family." And then they started fighting in the actual you know in the living room. But it was the shit that we would do if we fought. Like he threw him into the couch, like acted like he punched them, and then all of a sudden there's a camera outside. And he goes through the window like, really? Come on, man! Just for clarity, this event happened in what year? This did not happen last uh, last this night was at WrestleMania, WrestleMania twenty six. I yeah. think that that's how long ago it was. No, I mean it wasn't that long ago. But you meeting know, the Triple H attacking ago. Randy Orton in his home. Yeah, yeah, no, because he's a Terminator. Well, this is what happened. <laughs> target acquired. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was with the target acquired thing? And he's going through the list of Ross. But it looks like from the video game, you know, like the pose they do. And also, like, a locked on. I and then Sting had no clue what was going no, I on. I love the look on Sting's face. He's like, why the fuck did I sign up for this? <laughs> yeah, wow. Well. well, he already agreed to RoboCop before in his career, oh, so it might as well. Uh... I really wanted, like, a dueling bat sledgehammer fight, though. But, I mean, like, they were going back and forth. He fucking fu- snapped the sledgehammer. Oh, come on. That yeah, was so whack. Yeah, Come Sting on. corked his bat and was able to break a sledgehammer in half. Yeah. And Blade just like split his head open. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that could have been a little more dramatic, you know, that it just like, oh, okay, he splits all, you know, the sledgehammer and that's, that's it. That's pretty fucking dramatic when you think about it. Yeah, but it was short though. I wanted like a duel, you know. All right, Fencer. Okay, yeah. like, Listen, that's why I've been gone for match. so long. I've been dueling and doing outside, you know, yeah, getting you the mean mold- streets of uh, New York City. Yeah, I heard you were molding yourself into a better Fencer that time. Molding? I got it. I don't get it. <laughs> Remember, anyway. you weren't here for the podcast because you were molding yourself into a better Fencer. Yeah, it was molding, but I don't know if it worked yet. <laughs> I think I need a little more time. Anyway. <laughs> 
So you want to just talk about Triple H and Sting now, since oh, we're already talking about it? Yes. All I have to say is that it was a solid match. It wasn't anything groundbreaking. And it was, from a historical perspective, it was significant. Stop saying historical. <laughs> Stop <laughs> saying historical. He said it like 13 times last yeah, night. Yeah, and it's so annoying because it, it sounds like you're a newscaster. It's like yeah. it's a historical moment you in wrestling. You had D-Generation X and NWO, the original people, all fighting each other for well, the first time. What was crazy time. is that Shawn Michaels showed up. That, I was pretty surprised. Yeah, that I didn't see coming. Nash tearing his quad I saw coming. <laughs> yeah, no, didn't he? <laughs> Dude, I really thought he tore his quad, man. He dropped and he held his knee. It's like, not again. I, I am like, are you kidding me, dude? Like, I'm telling you right now, I've never heard of a quad. I didn't even hear of a quad the muscle until Triple H ripped his quad the first time. And then after that, everybody rips their quad. Like, what do they do? What physicality do you need to do in wrestling to rip your quad? Especially all these guys just walk across the ring. It's called steroids and human growth. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like Vince McMahon did it walking across. Um, you know, uh, Triple H Big Daddy there, you know, did it. <laughs> Big Daddy. Big Daddy Diesel. But well, that's what I mean, I'm saying. Like, I mean, Triple H was hit from behind and, like, fell awkwardly, and that's how he but tore his But that makes quad. sense, though. Not walking across the right, ring. Right, right. And then screaming and, like an animal. And even Vince McMahon, he was rolling in the ring. That was and, crazy, dude. And his legs got caught. So, I, it, like, those are direct impacts. I mean, Kevin Nash is walking is a little bit crazy. The noises me. that came out of that, man, it honestly sounded like an, like, you know when you hear, like, a animal in a cage? <laughs> or it's tra- It's caught in a bear trap, and it's just screaming <laughs> for life. a raccoon gets caught in a bear trap. Yeah, it was, it was freaking me out. So, yeah, so the NWO shows up, and DX shows up during that. And... First I could have done all, it, without the whole like analogy to the Monday Night War with that. But. Well, I guess that was the whole point of the match, I and guess. then th- the fact that it was like it was Hogan and and Scott Hall walking out there, barely able to move, both of oh them with their God, sneakers yeah. on, <laughs> and then they're the two that take the bumps too, which is crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah, they didn't give a crap, man. They were just came out. I mean, it's weird because it's like it's Hulk Hogan, and it wasn't you know he wasn't like the main attraction. You know, it just I thought that was a little weird, not in a bad way, but just I was like, oh crap, it's Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah, and the mighty have fallen. I just think I, the whole idea behind it was kind of weird that Sting and Triple H are fighting and the N- NWO comes out and Sting spent like most of his WCW career fighting the NWO, even though he did join it in the end. That's and, like, what I was going to say. Weird. Yeah, that's I didn't what know I thought, yeah, I felt weird about it. I thought it would have been interesting if they actually tried to take him out. Yeah, like it should have been all of them against Sting. So yeah. it would be Sting alone and he goes into the rafters and... Yeah, I mean, that's what he did well, for fucking three years. <laughs> so wait, are you saying that like he loses the match and he just gets sucked up into the air? That would have been awesome. It's like the Imagine Fulton recovery like the system top- <laughs> from Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> the best would have been like he's all of a sudden, you know, in, like in the stadium. He's all of a sudden on like the way top, just like, perching <laughs> down, watching. And then there's like the nosebleed seats. Everybody's just looking at him and stuff, and being all happy that they can see a wrestler. Because I mean, no a, one could see anything from that height, yeah. man. Well, they found 100 John Cena's one WrestleMania. They couldn't get 100 uh, Stings to show up. Oh, you mean his clones? <laughs> that, that was, those were like the... The defective clones? That was a bad batch. <laughs> it was like the cross-eyed ones. <laughs> <laughs> the balding ones. <laughs> so those... Alright, those good matches were good. Divas match, what do you guys think? Eh, I thought it was alright. I mean, I they was, got a decent amount of time. I felt like... Not a, not a whole lot happened. Yeah, it, it's they kind of didn't change anything with the storyline, right? It yeah. was just you know, I think that they actually accomplished something. There was a story in the match itself that they, you know, the Bellows were trying to keep uh, AJ out of the match and kept Paige in there. So oh, that's like the, the whole rookie. Thing? Yeah. So yeah. what are they trying to do? They're just trying to like 
Is AJ Lee moving away from being in wrestling, or that was just a strategy no, I mean, they it, were doing? It's weird because they've run into this weird kind of gray area where they featured the divas so much outside of the show. Mm-hmm. So you have like Total Divas that's become a fairly popular show, and then you tune into Raw, and there's like a 30 second Divas match that's like, wait, I watch Total Divas, and they seem like this really important yeah, thing. They're, they're the main stars right. of the show. And you then know? you watch the actual show, and they only have like one segment. But it's weird because AJ Lee is not even on Divas, so it's right. like weird when she's not even really fighting. She's not really doing. Well, she cut her little, you know, her little pipe bomb on the Divas about how like you know she's the one who carries a division and like specifically called out the Bellas. So like that's kind of where it started. Yeah, but that was a while ago though. Yeah, and then now they finally built up to a WrestleMania match. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> and that's when everybody went yeah. to go for a bathroom break. <laughs> oh, what was the bad joke that you guys kept saying? It was on the Twitter. Oh, right? it was it was during um, oh, the, the musical. performances. Yeah. That, like, California went through a drought at that point because everyone flushing toilets at the same time. <laughs> what about if they were porta potties? Well, <laughs> that's going to be one smelly porta potty. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're fucking sinking then because the, the ground's so wet. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what came next after that? Well, we're already out of order. Yeah, so. we've been completely out of order. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Wyatt um, and Undertaker, I thought, was underwhelming. Yeah, well, I'm. I was kind of disappointed with the match, and I, I will say something that I know a lot of people won't agree with me with is um, I would have rather seen Cody Rhodes or uh, Stardust and Goldust in a match than seen Undertaker in a match. Really? Because I feel like that there was a good story with Stardust and Goldust. You you had proper build up. They've been building this for almost what a year or so. Or so I mean, for a, a while. And I mean, if you really what's what's crazy is that if they actually use the footage well, you could build up like. You have fantastic stories. Even Stardust though they versus Goldust, right? Yeah, yeah. Just starting when they like, it ended up being that um, Goldust had a fight for like Cody Rhodes' job back or something. Yeah. Like Triple H fired Cody Rhodes, and then Goldust came and was like, "Hey, I'll fight for your job back." And then Goldust ended up losing, and then they both came back in some way and ended up fighting the Authority. Like there was this really interesting kind of backstory, and then eventually it built into Cody felt like he wasn't doing his part to contribute to the team and then he did this metamorphosis into Stardust. Why are your eyes crossing? Because <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on? No, but the thing so is... there's been a lot of flippy floppy bullshit going on with that storyline, but yeah, it but makes guys, sense. don't you understand? It's tradition, though. The Undertaker has to wrestle until he's well, dead in the ground. Well, that's that was like, my problem is that I feel like... This match accomplished nothing for anyone. Yeah, it um, didn't. I think that it was Undertaker looked good. He looked better than he did last year, mm-hmm. um, and he it was a decent match. It just was the same match that he's been it doing. It was pretty formulaic. Yeah, like, nothing too crazy. And then like Bray Wyatt basically became Papa Shango now, where it's like he's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like a a good character or he's like a scary character, but he can never win during the big moments. So right. what's what's the point of having him around if that's what yeah, you're going to do? Yeah, he's a new guy. He's supposed to be this menace, but like he can't. When it it comes to pull through, he doesn't. Well, right. It sucks down that I kind of miss the stables now of you know the Wyatts and the Shield. You know, it's like it's cool. The Shield's actually doing something individually, but I feel like with the Wyatts, their gimmick works very well when they're together. Yeah, you know? yeah. And also the other thing too with um the Undertaker Wyatt match wasn't it that. Bray Wyatt basically was the one that was building it up the whole entire yeah, like this is yeah. the first time Undertaker, Undertaker even... showed up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it's just it's like kind of weird. Like it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but because I saw some of his cut, like his promos and stuff, and they were cool. But 
it's just like, oh, okay, now the Undertaker's back, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like he showed up once, he beat him, and then we're not going to see Undertaker again until next year, probably. I just think yeah. that's so strange, though, because even when I first started watching it with, you know, The Rock and Stone Cold and stuff, even though Stone Cold didn't wrestle every Raw, it was awesome when he just showed up. for, And he did, like, cut a quick promo. Well, yeah, and I mean, did an it's interview. also with Undertaker, yeah. it's a loyalty thing. He's been there since 1990. Yeah. He's fucking a thousand years old. But yeah. That's what I'm saying, like, even for his own body, though. And then it just, it's weird with the part-timer stuff, because it's just, like, The Rock, for instance. You know, the, everybody knows The Rock, but he only shows up, like, what, at WrestleMania? Maybe he's been showing up yeah. lately. You know? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, whenever he's got a movie coming out. Yeah, yeah well, uh, or, when he's got help, his... or when he has to help his cousin, Roman, there. Yeah, I yeah, know, with the promo cut in there. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I know you didn't care for it, but I thoroughly enjoyed Brock Lesnar beating the piss out of Roman Reigns. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It felt so good to watch. <laughs> it's just like... And, and it wasn't just against Reigns. It's just watching Lesnar do that to any human being is grossly yeah, satisfying he, for some like, reason. He actually smacked the taste out of his mouth yeah. in slow mode. Yeah, but I mean, I saw that already with John Cena. He did that with a bunch of guys already. Yeah, but it's, it's like, something you know, different that hasn't like there hasn't been a wrestler who's had that type of presence like, before. Like, yeah, but now, he, he is a boss fight for everyone now. Yeah, like, no, of course. And that's what was kind of cool about the whole Roman. That's the only reason I was going for Roman Reigns. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of him, but I like that they were trying to build it up that he was impossible to fight. It was like a movie, though. He's getting the piss bit beat out of him. Then he starts coming back with the Superman oh, oh, punch. Oh, but then he was also smiling while getting the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. True. yeah. And it was just weird. And then it's like you have a, like a, a vest on, too, which basically fu- vest. <laughs> which yeah. fucked up Lesnar much yeah, more than anything fun. else, you know? <laughs> yeah, Lesnar is just suplexing him and comes back bleeding the whole time. <laughs> yeah, all the damage that Lesnar really got other than these almighty Superman punches were like cuts from the buttons on the vest. Yeah, and then when he ran himself into the post, yeah, and then it was just like it was going to go the predictable route regardless of who won. But then it threw in an awesome ending, an awesome twist to the the match. Yeah, it was cool because like I, I just never, I never thought of it being a triple threat match in the end. Like right. I just yeah. like I, I thought, hey, you know, Dan, uh, Brian, Daniel Bryan won the the Intercontinental Belt. John Cena won the U.S. belt, so now like you have faces as the mid card champion, so you really need a heel champion. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, well, the only way that this can be accomplished is Rollins cashing in. But I thought that he would cash in after the match. Yeah, I didn't think it would actually change an existing match, like I right. like the rules or whatever that you couldn't do it while a match was happening. Right. It's still kind of cool that they did that. Though. No, it was really cool. It was surprising, and then they they did it the smart way, where they protected Lesnar. He didn't get pinned. Yeah. And now you have all these ready-made stories for the new champion, Seth Rollins. So. Well, the thing that I like, and I keep saying, is that I think that Roman Reigns, even though he's got to like work on a little bit on his mic skills and stuff, if he goes the heel route, he might do really well. Because that's what, I'm telling that's what The Rock did. The Rock, everybody booed him when he was a good guy. Second he became the Yeah, but I, don't, I feel like he doesn't have the charisma to be he, a good bad he does. guy. Yeah, Actually, but he does. Like, I remember seeing his stuff in NXT when mm-hmm. he first debuted and just seeing his promos in the back like he can play a really good heel if he wanted well, to. Listen, he, he, needs, have to play- he needs to have better like in ring skills though because he doesn't have like yeah. that offense that's like okay yeah. you could do a punch and a spear like okay yeah. but that's the thing if he kind of just plays it straight like instead of doing what the rock does or what seth Rollins does you know where they're kind of more they they're cocky they could talk about it if he kind of just plays it straight like i'm just a dick i just want to win and stuff he could kind of no, go could, over yeah. and like you said he needs to add a few more like good moves like I mean think about it we got the the ultimate uh, freaking you know we got like 10 curb stomps last night <laughs> Seth Rollins even the, the fact that I'm actually giving credit to Randy Orton for crying out loud for his RKO you know that that's what he needs he needs something I mean the Superman punch is like a 
move they do in UFC. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and the spear, come on. How many times have we seen the gore, the spear? Like, Rhino was awesome <laughs> doing the spear, you know? Yeah. Well, I think that what's cool about the way that that match ended is that I think that they can naturally get Roman Reigns over as a face now. Yeah, okay. I, I think that, you know, he was being shoved down our throats, and, you know, everyone was kind of frustrated with it. Mm-hmm. But now the general public that, you know, isn't going to be rooting for Seth Rollins, they will be like, oh, shit, he fucked him over. Yeah. Like, I want to see him get his revenge. And same thing is going to happen with Lesnar. Lesnar goes from being the biggest monster heel... heel doesn't even lose the match, and now he can be a monster face, and it, he doesn't have to change anything about his character. It's all because Seth Rollins is a champion. Right? That's true. I would actually really like to see, now since Dean Ambrose didn't get the Intercontinental, to start going against Seth Rollins. Like, oh, what's really, really cool him, is that, although it's going to become like every WrestleMania is a triple threat, imagine if they really build up to next year's WrestleMania with Rollins versus Reigns versus Ambrose. Oh, that would be that awesome. Could... That would be seriously an awesome fight, you know? What I would love to see come, like, SummerSlam is doing a fatal four-way with Rollins, Reigns, and Ambrose, and Brock Lesnar. That'd be cool. And then that's one of those situations where Lesnar is not going to stay out of the title scene. He's he's now signed for three years. There's no way he's not going to be going for the title in those three years or for a good amount of that time. You have Reigns, who wants his real chance of being the champion, and Ambrose was taken out early in the card, so he wasn't able to go after Rollins to stop him from cashing in the Money in the Bank. Yeah. So you have that instant build with the Shield already, and then you throw in a monster like Brock Lesnar, and it can be only those three can be the ones that can take him out. That would be cool that they have to unite for this one yeah. thing, and they yeah. have to take him out. Because it would make sense. Then it would still give Brock the whole monster status that he's unstoppable, because it's like, okay, it takes three guys to take him down, you know? Right, especially knowing all the destruction the Shield has done in the past. Like, they're established individually yeah. and as a group, and that would be the only way I think Brock Lesnar can be taken down. That would be cool to have them reunite just for that one quick cause. But, then, but, but then, it won't even be them reuniting. I think it will just be that they're in that match, and then they're like, no, but like fuck, yeah, I gotta take that I mean. guy like out. At that you know? one moment, they yeah. all come together, they triple but, power bomb him, and he's done. It would be really interesting, because if they take out Brock first, then you don't know who's going right. to make it next. You know, like, who's going to, of the three of them, who's going to be the real out, like winner of that outcome? Right, right. I want Dean Ambrose to be, but anyway. And then, sorry, Matt, but it also, it, Randy Orton has a good... Uh, stake in the storyline too because he beat Rollins before he became the champion and Orton never got a rematch when he lost the belt at Wrestlemania 30 yeah well nor was he pinned in that match to to lose whatever man just because he beat Rollins doesn't mean anything right there's more there's more boring Randy Orton in your future yeah Yeah, I think so at the top of the card (laughs) so we're a day out from Wrestlemania how do you guys feel about the future of wrestling at the moment I think that um just put my stake into it. I think that we're in a really interesting time for wrestling at the moment. You have really cool storylines that are coming straight out of WrestleMania. You also have the mainstream attention that they've gotten with Brock Lesnar re-signing and turning down UFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, you the fact that they got Ronda Rousey, too. Ronda Rousey yeah. showing up on WrestleMania and potentially going to be involved in a storyline I think is pretty insane. And then you just have a strong mid-card. You have a very strong main event scene. I'm really interested to see what's going to be coming out of this. Well, yeah, I feel like they re, like, 
freshened everything up, which is nice. So you come out of WrestleMania and you feel like it's different, which I think it's almost, it's starting the next WrestleMania season. And I feel like that's interesting. And it's actually weird to see all these shows they have on the network now. With, <laughs> with Jerry Springer. wrestling shows, you mean? Yeah, Jerry Springer and Seth Green and stuff like that. So it seems like, you know. Well, I'll <clears> tell you one thing. I think this got me back into wrestling. Yeah. we've How many times have we yeah. heard this speech but now? This is what I will, I'll give... Uh, Rob credit for really like piquing my interest with NXT because one day we were just hanging out and unfortunately for all our listeners we didn't record this but Rob basically put together why I should get back into wrestling and it was for NXT and NXT is awesome yeah and so. then they just announced that NXT will be doing monthly specials, monthly live specials in the network. Because it was only every three months right they yeah. did the specials. Oh yeah. it's a monthly thing now? That will be a monthly which I think is going to be really cool I don't. I, I hope that it's not oversaturating the the appeal of NXT. I liked how it was. You you had decent build up. You had a couple months of build up for any of those main matches. Now we'll be looking at a month build up, and it can dilute it in a way. But yeah, because a part of it was nice that you got a nice slow burn. And yeah. But uh, well, now you're happy because you have the NXT Championship belt. I do have that belt, and <laughs> yeah, it's, nice. it's a ni- it is a nice belt. Yeah, it's a very thick belt. So overall, I would say there was a. For a card that had a really weak build-up, I mean, this is the first time in a long time I wasn't actually excited for WrestleMania, but I was pleasantly surprised. And I think because I had such low expectations, the fact that they actually put out a pretty, you know, good all-around card impressed me. So. Yeah. Can I just even say that Randy Orton's pose is even kind of boring? <laughs> That's what I want to leave off on, but... What about his tattoos? Are his tattoos boring? Yeah, because they always remind me of that guy Jax from um, was it Mortal, Kombat? <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Like, he looks like he should have, like, the metal arms, you know? But he doesn't do anything. He just pounds the, he's the a, mat. He's, he's a, a viper. Yeah, he, he's the vipers don't have arms. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Well, Are you saying that Jax is boring? Well, you have to no, understand. No, Jax is cool. You have to understand he's the apex predator. So he would be the evolution of a viper. So it's a viper with arms. Do you really think that a viper with arms is a more of an evolutionary step for them? I don't know. I mean, now they can grab shit with their arms or because they're low on the ground. Although they have the the ones that climb the trees. That's weird. That's enough bullshit for today. If you want more nonsense, check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Masters of Nonsense and on Twitter at Nonsense Masters. Gentlemen, it's been real. It's been good. But it wasn't real good.